0: Welcome to talk comics to me. I'm a uh, chomp, 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 chompenstein. I'm Heather. Heather. I'm Heather. We're collectively talk comics to me, and okay. also I just want to say we're a very good team. We communicate with one another. We get things done quickly. It's a uh, champion field, if you will. It's always a pleasure yes. to to work together. And sorry, I was just thinking about how well we worked together today when I <laughs> we were doing that box, like moving those boxes. I was like, hell yeah! Oh yeah, we rule. <laughs> we didn't even need to like break it down at all. It was just
1: like, hey, you do this, yeah. I do that. Yeah. Teamwork.
0: Uh, anyway, so welcome to talk comics to me. Uh, we just here talking about our weekly books. I'm gonna rant a couple things first. I want to talk about donating money to Omaha Autonomous Action. I will make Heather tag them again. Um, An encampment just got torn down because UP is going to sell it for a parking lot. Uh And a lot of the people who had made up houses there had, you know, hunkered down for, for the winter. And here in Omaha, if you're not here, it's like three degrees with a negative 16 wind chill right now. It's a,
1: so, li- it's a little chilly. It's
0: a little cold. It's a little chilly. Um, so, yeah, Omaha action is like went down there while the police and everybody was tearing the place down, tried to help everybody out, has been trying to find like hotels and get people set up. Um, they also have a weekly like Sunday soup kitchen type thing uh, that they do. And so, yeah, um, I would really love it if you donated money to them, because it means a lot to me to take care of other people.
1: Um, and there's also, if, if you don't follow them, please follow them. But there's also uh, Seeing, Seeing Red, mm-hmm. Nebraska. Um, I would recommend following them, too, because they post a lot of reminders of that kind of thing. And they do share a lot of Omaha Autonomous posts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's also run by a friend of mine so i just
0: had to say that but yeah so you know once again as we always say just we want people to take care of one another and we think it's important so we wanted to start with that uh and now we're going to move on to our memories from the shop as we are closing out our two weeks in this building and moving to a new one
1: um the new one is like two blocks away from where i live so it's going to be tight I don't have to walk very far at all.
0: I have to drive all the
1: time. Yeah, it's way far, <laughs> but a, you know what? it's
0: fine. Yeah. I'll deal with it. Okay, your favorite memory this week.
1: Okay, so I did think of two, okay. and I think it's from the same night. My memories are a little foggy from that period of time because it, they both happened on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. on Friday nights, um, every other Friday, I used to work on the comic side when we would have uh, magic. Friday Night Magic and Dave would stay with me a lot of the times and we would get dinner and we would just laugh and just have a good time together. Mm-hmm. One time in you particular. Took, you took my shift.
0: I, I, yeah. I remember those yeah, nights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, one time in particular will always stick out in my mind because Dave was unhinged this night. Um, he found his Rorschach mask and was wearing it while talking to people. I have a video of it. I might post it later because it's really funny. Um, he was talking to people like this. While wearing the mask because the mask like when you he when you spoke and the the warm condensation or whatever from your mouth like changed it he was very pleased with that but my memory of this night is he rediscovered the intercom system within legend comics and coffee and he serenaded me which i also have on video because i thought it was very sweet Um, And then my second one, which I think was the same night, uh, because this night ended up lasting until like 2.30 in the morning when normally we closed at midnight. Mm -hmm. He
0: gave me a ride. Oh yeah, I do remember that night. Yeah, he Mm.
1: ended up giving me a ride home because most of the time I would walk, but it was like, it's 2.30 in the morning, you're not walking home. And when he was driving me home, a song came on the radio that he hadn't heard in a while and he went crazy and just started singing it. And he was like, Heather, I love this one. And was like,
0: turning it up." <laughs> I loved it very, very much. Uh, so those are my Dave memories. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, okay. My first one, uh, your first jungle fantasy cover.
1: Mm, we have a picture of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep, you have. I actually
0: came across it the other day yeah. and it it warms my heart because it felt like a real, like, introduction to you to like what was happening yeah (laughs) like because i don't know it's hard to describe those things and then it also like led me on to like how cool you were too because it was like I love you know like like how how is this person gonna react to this ridiculousness (laughs) let's let's see oh this is good (laughs) yeah i remember that so first yeah your first jungle fantasy um and honestly i it's it's sappy, but on, like, meeting both you and Christopher and, like, developing the friendships I have with both of you in, like, different ways, like, you just working together and, you know, talking about life and shit. Like, at one point when we exchanged numbers, I, I think from that point on, like, there might be a few days, but I have basically have texted you every single day since that point. Yeah. <laughs> I can vouch
1: for that. Yep. It's been pretty much every day for, um, like, four, almost five four, years. Yeah. Almost five years now.
0: So it's, like, I don't know. Like, and any, like, fun, like, building the box, like, throne, for you, like, doing the Metal Gear Solid, like, uh, pictures, like, those are great. Like, and also, like, one of the first, like, conversations I had with Christopher that was, like when I was working there was about Blade Runner 2049 Mm because it had just come out and Mm -hmm. both of us didn't like it. That's that's fair. That's very fair. (laughs) And, like, you know, everybody else loved it. So we, like, both just, like, ripped on that movie for, like, a period of time. And then, you know, when Christopher would come in every morning for so long, just, like, how we made that friendship. Like, I would not give up any of those mornings for the world, even if Christopher was, like, sometimes off his shit. But, like...
1: Like unhinged is what we call it.
0: (laughs) It's just one of those things. Like you know, as we always say, that legend is a people, not a place. It's like the building still holds like those memories and like those ghosts, if you will. I will,
1: I will.
0: (laughs) But yeah, it's just like I'm glad. I'm glad that I have both of you in my life, and I don't know. I don't know where I'd be without you guys. You'd probably be on the top step of the ladder, still (laughs) not knowing how to get back down. I, I don't think that's wrong. Okay, so now we're actually going to talk about comics like 10 minutes later, but whatever.
1: Yes, we're going to go. Um, we don't have very many this week. I don't have very many this week. No. And
0: you you really don't either. I, I mean, I'm pretty deep into a lot of these yeah. books, so it's not like I'm going to go on too long.
1: Right. So um, I will start... Because I, I like to start. Um, I have Batman, This Is Issue 119. You could say it is a little far into the series. No. Um, but it is I only... mean, you got
0: the first half from me. Yeah. And now you're getting like this back half from Heather.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But it is only the second issue. Only 70
0: more issues for you to go.
1: Josh Williamson's Mm -hmm. run, so it's not very far. Um, So this issue in particular kind of goes into the character that is Abyss, who... um, I thought you were going to say a bitch. Well, he is kind of a bitch, too. Um, But one of the things that I loved the most about this one is when they finally introduce Abyss, he looks like an EDM um, (laughs) DJ. I guess, performer because of the mask, that, right? Am I right? Yeah, you are
0: right. It's okay. just like weird to you have yeah. to show the other camera too. Yeah,
1: it's a, uh, I saw it and it just made me laugh because the like glowing X's over his eyes. I just thought it was very funny. It, I can't think of, there's one person in my mind that it reminds me of, but I am not an EDM girl. So I don't know. Is it the dead mouse guy? Is that? What- I don't know. Like maybe. I'll have
0: to we'll, we'll look it up we'll and we'll get back to you. Yeah. We're,
1: but anyway. We're 60
0: year old men. We don't know anything about yeah. ADM. Um,
1: but anyway, yeah. Abyss is introduced more because in the last issue he was just kind of like, hey, uh, Abyss is a thing. Um, but in this one, he is actually introduced as his own person. Uh, and Lex Luthor is like, man, man, Batman, let's do some shit together. I just want to look at the art. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. It's really good. <clears throat> um, I am still enjoying this quite a bit. I got to admit, I don't really know because I, I missed out on a lot of stuff because I only started at a certain point. So any of the stuff that happens before then, I'm just not, I don't know if I'm like missing anything crucial, but it's, I'm still enjoying it. I still like it a lot. And so I am, I am gonna stick around for a little bit. And the story in the back is very cute and I loved it very, very much. Um, it's called... They make great pets. It's just a little girl investigating the disappearance of a girl that is in her neighborhood. And, cause she knows, she knows what to do. And she sees herself as a, a little Robin. But yeah,
0: that's it. Patrick, I'm glad we got to see you today too. Very glad. Yeah, made me happy. Um, uh, now I have uh, Arkham City, The Order of the World. Arkham City world. No new worlds in here. <laughs> just a world. And this just continues the story of Dr. Joy and the Ten-Eyed Man and how Arkham and Gotham are incredibly interconnected. And this is four of six, so it's getting not towards the end, but I, I just like how, I don't know, the veil has oddly been lifted, if that makes sense. like You kind of the, know, like, what's happening I, now? I think, but I don't know. Right. Because uh, this story does a really good job of, like, hiding itself while also being very, like, forward with what's happening. I just, I'm really curious about Dr. Joy... And if, she, like, in my brain, and I don't know if it's just because of all of, like, the chaos of this book and how it, like, gets into your brain. because so now I'm like, is she, like, actually a doctor? Like, is she, or is she, like, a patient of Arkham? And I don't know. It. <laughs> Can I see? Yeah. Let, let me take a little peek, see here. Um, if that, if it answers my question, let me know. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, I, I like... I like it a lot. I really... This art is sick. Yeah, the art is so good. The colors are really great. I really like the story quite a bit. It's just... It's so interesting. Us right now after (laughs) carrying all those boxes. (laughs) Yeah, I would would highly suggest it, especially if you like weird, weird shit, because that's exactly what this is. But yeah, I enjoy it. I'm just going to go on. Okay. I'm just going to flip through this a little more, because this art is buck wild yeah no that's what i i really and because they did that fucking i forgot the name of this book the grave we've talked about it before they the team was on that book and i liked the art for that book but mm-hmm. i did not like the book itself but then everybody else likes it so now i kind of want to go back and reread it maybe i just missed something mm-hmm. anyway i'm gonna continue anywho uh this is the joker uh puzzle box this is issue number goodness sake six Six, and I can't remember, like, eight issues for this book? I think so. Um, Yeah, it's definitely kind of coming to a close, but Joker's continuing his story. He's so dramatic. About what happened with the puzzle box, and this is, I love this book. It's a lot of fun. I really like a lot of the lines and a lot of, like, the dialogue, and I really like how just... I think it's a really good Joker story, honestly. Like That's fair. It's just, a, like, I don't, the Joker is not my dude. Let me just say that right now. Like, the Joker is not my dude. He's a clown. I'm not Sorry. a big fan of I clowns. I just,
1: I winked at you because in my head I was like, oh, he's my dude. Yeah. But
0: I, I know why you Yeah, winked. I know, I know. Oh, you don't have to explain it. I do love clowns. You do love clowns, and it's fine. Like, I appreciate you and our friend Heather, like, and what you guys do with clown shit. I just, and I guess I joined that clown girl honk heaven Facebook well, page. Well, that's just a
1: really good name. Like, Well, uh, yeah, I know.
0: It definitely got my interest, but it is just a bunch of people, like, in clown makeup, like, getting hyped up by other people who wear clown makeup. And that's, I don't know, there's something really wholesome it. about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, the Joker puzzle box, really good jo- Joker story regardless of my feelings on the Joker. I think it's a lot of fun. I like the different artists for each issue or each little kind of story. It does an interesting thing because it feels like you're kind of gaining more of their perspective and it feels more like their story. Yeah, definitely suggest this book. The only thing that sucks about dc right now is that they release all of their books in hardcover before doing the soft cover so it's just like i think i might actually get it in hardcover though because i did really like that first issue i just never fun yeah i I
1: never picked up any of the ones after that because i think in my head i was like just wait for it yeah wait to get it
0: but yeah that's what i'm saying i think in my personal opinion it's like i love hardcovers too Mm -hmm. but they're expensive yeah and so it's like hard to justify i think like putting out a hardcover first, charging like, you know, $25, which is 25 to $29 for eight issues. It's like, just give me a soft cover for like $18, yeah. $17. Like that's, I don't know my, like I said, my personal opinion, I'd rather it be that way. Cause I feel like it turns a lot of people off. That's yeah.
1: I can, I can see that too. I mostly just like getting the hardcovers because sometimes they have like some bonus stuff in the mm-hmm, background, mm-hmm. which I would pay that, like, extra $7 for that. That makes sense to me. But I also just don't have room on my bookshelf anymore, so we'll
0: (laughs) see. All right, so that's all we have to say about that. Yes,
1: which ended up being a lot. But next.
0: This is Batman Detective. This is issue number 1047. This starts the Shadows of the Bat storyline.
1: Yeah, which is basically, I said basically, um, which is kind of introducing the Arkham Tower and the question of, is this a good idea or a bad idea? And how is this going to work?
0: Not to be confused with bad idea the comics.
1: Right. Or Arkham Asylum. There's a lot of confusing components to this story,
0: but I love this issue. Yeah, this issue was really great. I, I don't know. I, I am interested to see if I will continue liking Detective as we keep going with it. Because I, I don't think I'll drop this book unless I can't pay for comics anymore that would be the only reason i would drop this book, and i think it would be a hard choice because i do really enjoy the story it's very interesting Mm -hmm. and i think because it's like also oh i don't know it's batman but not batman
1: right it just it's everyone who works with batman essentially um i mean because nightwing is mentioned in here but like where the hell is he (laughs) we're never gonna know Um, but yeah, no, I, I like that about it too, because it is a, a Batman book clearly, but it's not just a centralized Batman story. It's just everyone who has done this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. with him, which is why I also like the, the second story that they always include at the end, because it's always a Batman-esque
0: story. Yeah. And then I really, really liked this story quite Mm a bit. I thought it was really interesting. I guess it is another Joker story though, but I barely, but I do like how, It it is like, oh good, uh, showing you kind of like the shit kids go through in the system, Mm -hmm. where it's like you you hope that people give a shit about like children who need a place to go, but this shows that like no no dude that doesn't happen. Yeah, I like Like, it's the weekend. We clocked out. Sorry.
1: I think that's why I've been really enjoying Detective the main reason I have been because it's like, especially with this stuff going into the Arkham tower, how they're talking about like, we need a place where we're actually helping people who Mm -hmm. have like mental illness, but it's the same sort of thing. Like with the kids, they don't actually want to help them. They just want to get rid of the bad guys. And like, yeah, they were affected by this, but this has nothing to do with us now. Like, what are we supposed to do about it? So they just send them to the orphanage. Like there's just, they don't do anything to help the people that, they saved from the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like when the Avengers destroy a city and the bad guy's gone, but like everything I mean else is, is like gone. left. Yeah, it's uh, very frustrating, and I don't know. I, I think that's why I like this one so much, is because it really goes into um, the background of the characters that survived
0: the Bat Family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we should say though uh, that the main detective story is written by um rio tamaki and then the backup story is written by Matthew rosenberg which has been the case i think for the The, past several like stories yeah and so yeah just just so you know and different artists so we're not lying or anything keeping any information from you we're not withholding anything yeah Um, (laughs) oh
1: derek my little sister got me the shirt of her face for christmas
0: so good i just love it so much too. i've been Um, looking at it all day but it looks just like so funny when you're looking at it yeah um that's
1: her main christmas present for me every year is she gets me a sweater with her face on it um so i have a few of them now they're i'll take pictures and send them
0: to you later they're good And I'm also considering making Heather a shirt with my face on it, wearing a mustache, just because I think it's funny. I think it's funny that your sister has the mustache filter on you. Yeah, no,
1: I I love it. That's my favorite part about it. Um, But honestly, if all of my friends gave me articles of clothing with their face on it, I would get rid of all my other shirts. I would, I would just throw it all away because I have no need for any other shirts. Like this is all I want in life. You heard it here. To wear my friend's faces. Okay, I'm going to no. keep talking.
0: Um, we said this was going to be short.
1: With your feet on it? I'll wear it. But I need your face between your feet.
0: <laughs> Only because I know somebody would see that shirt and just die. and Get a boner.
1: Yeah, with your face be- between your feet. You like- said feet, right? Feet. Yeah, yeah. Feet.
0: feet. Put your feet here. Yeah, like that. Just take a picture of your face and then take a picture of your feet and like Photoshop them right there.
1: It's not hard, Derek. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna keep talking about comics. Um, this is Black Widow. This is issue number thirteen. I uh, don't have too much to say about this because it's pretty far in. Um, Black Widow pretty much just has a little one-on-one confrontation with the Living Sword. Um, I really, really. I say this for every Black Widow issue that comes out, the art is absolutely incredible, but it's the colors in this one that really get me. Um, oh, Jordi Belair did the colors in this too. It, so the way that they're, it just confused me because it it doesn't, it didn't feel like Jordi Belair mm-hmm. at first. But I think the reason why is because this is a story that's being told years ago, or she's telling a story that happened years ago. So it's like a flashback. So yeah. that makes more sense, like now that I, I know that. Um, but the colors are just very, very good. They're very um, pastel-y, just really good. I just really like it. Um, but yeah, no, this was its own issue by itself because in the previous issue, she realized she's, she's gonna have to face the living sword again. So this just goes into like when they met the first time and what had happened then and why she's not looking forward to it because he totally destroyed her. <laughs> That's it. It's very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with it for probably the Either the rest of the story arc or just, like, start the next one. Yeah, and see, see what I, happens. Yeah, see how I feel about it.
0: Okay. I have Electra, Black, White, and Blood. This is issue number one. Um, I read the Wolverine, Black, White, and Blood, so it's basically the same idea. All the stories are in red, white... I oh, almost said in blue. <laughs> red, <laughs> white, and black. And told by different narrators, or... Authors, creators. Creators, yeah. And also different artists who are also creators.
1: Cre- all creators. All creators.
0: All creators. All different. Um, Ask Derek how he feels about that cover. <laughs> no. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Uh, so the first story is written by Charles Soule and Mark Bagley and John Dell and Edgar Delgado. Um, John Dell inks. Edgar Delgado does the colors and then mark bagley does the pencils not the devil is the second story it's done by leonardo romero and the third story is um the crimson path and it's done by declan chevley and then simone Di armani armani armini-, armini armini De armini yeah um the second story was probably my favorite the art was amazing the story was a lot of fun um i am uh yeah. Huge fan of Elektra for some reason. I don't know why. I, I, there's something about that character I've always been drawn to, and I don't know what it is. Uh, the third story, the art is also amazing, and Damn. and the story is also very good. Um, yeah, I was gonna say oh, this I, I'd probably
1: like the. I already like this one the most. I mean, oh
0: my god! Yeah, you should borrow that issue, like, and read it because it's not like you really need to know anything. But I, I really. This is probably my favorite one that I've picked up. Like, I liked the Wolverine series a lot, but this, like, was just so good. I liked the Daniel Warren Johnson Deadpool one. But, yeah, this just blew me away. Like, every single little story I liked. The art was very phenomenal. But, yeah, that cover is going to be Damn. amazing next time. You, you keep it, you read it. I'm going to keep it. That's two books you've given me today. No, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, but, yeah, that's just, I definitely highly suggest picking it up. I don't know. I like Electra. I like hot ladies. I mean, I was going to say she's a bad bitch with a sword. That makes sense why you're like, well, I'm drawn to her for some reason. I
1: just love her so much.
0: Got, um. Yeah, because I have... Yes. Okay. So I have next bylines and blood. This is issue number one. This is about a private detective who is kind of drawn into the mystery of why an editor or not an editor um, a newspaper man that she used to work with is, got murdered. Okay. It's, I really, really did like the mystery. The art is just fucking so good in this book. It's in my personal opinion like just wild. Yeah, the colors are me. really solid. Yeah, the colors just like the, like the way the rain looks mm-hmm. here. It's a lot of things about it. I really, and that could be a big reason why I like the book is because of like the colors and stuff. But my main complaint, everybody has heard this by now, is the lady dick.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read this book, but I did not like that, that comment. It just, I've never, never liked when people say something like that, just because it's just for one, it's gross. Yeah, and for it, two, it just seems really, uh, what's the word? Bad. <laughs> I, don't, I can't, it's not the word. Yeah,
0: no, I don't know which word you're looking
1: for. I have no idea. I was hoping you would know. It just doesn't sound right.
0: Yeah, no, it, it, and I know that like when they're in the book, when they're saying it, they're kind of saying it as a slight, but it just feels, I don't know, there's something, yeah, it just feels off. It, it feels dirty. Yeah, like it feels, I just, it feels, I don't know inappropriate. Yeah. I don't. It, well, my brain wants to say like oddly transphobic. Yeah. Maybe that's what
1: it is. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, just it, do, it doesn't sound right. I don't think anyone should use it. It's gross. Yeah. in like multiple ways.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think it's just the fact that they like continually yeah. use it. It's just like, okay, I get it. Like, it's a lady to talk to. Like, it's annoying, but that was like my main complaint. Mm-hmm. So I do want to like, at least, Give it, I mean, I'll probably just add it to my pull file because I would like to give it, like, more than two issues. It's, like, a six-issue series or something. Or f- I only saw a solicit for three issues, but who knows? So, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I'll get over it. It's just a minor
1: complaint. Yeah,
0: a minor complaint, a weird thing that just, like, yeah, definitely.
1: Unnecessary. Rubbed, Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah, rubbed me the wrong way. Definitely just made me feel just like, Mm-hmm. And then it just came... Like, I could have taken it once. it was like, oh, okay, one time's enough. Then it just, like, kept happening. Yeah. That, like, it's, okay.
1: It's unnecessary. Yeah.
0: Patrick, Thank you, you. Come, you come in here. Come back. Come through the screen. Come to come us. Come
1: join us.
0: <laughs> All right, Heather. We got the next book together.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, I guess we have both covers here. Yeah, we, we, we do have both covers here. Okay. So, so next we have... uh. Dark, Dark Knights, Knights of
1: Steel. Oh. Go. It's issue number three. This is my favorite book. It's a really <laughs> good book,
0: understandably. So
1: Yeah, I really, really enjoy this. Um, I don't know. It's just all the, the big superheroes uh, broken up into different kingdoms, kings, queens, whatever. Royalty. Uh, there's a war that has been started because Superman's papa has been murdered.
0: It seems like some medieval shit that would happen exactly like that.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh all of the kingdoms are now on the, the verge of war, and so this issue is more or less them like trying to find their allies and figure out who's gonna side with who during it. Um, but god I can never remember her name. They say it like twelve times in here. Zala? Zala? Kala? Yeah. Kala Zal <laughs> Their names are all weird like that. Um but yeah, the, God, the blonde one. I don't know why I can't remember her name ever. But yeah, um, oh, Zala, Zala Jorel. She's been going around just trying to get revenge for the fact that her dad died and she is taking names and is just like her? killing, well, we're never going to know.
0: I don't know. I'm sure it's her.
1: Uh, yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, no. She she's going around just very upset at the fact that her dad got killed, and is just like not. Yeah,
0: she's not, not being <laughs> chill. Yeah, not being. She's not it being well. very
1: chill about it. Um,
0: the art, I so it's so good. It's so good. Art, like the art and story are really good. I'm really impressed because I, I. That's why I didn't. I thought I thought I had special for that mm-hmm. first one. But I think that's why, like, I didn't end up adding it to my full file. Because I did like the first issue, but it's just like, oh, I don't know. But I was, like, really like the story. Like, I really, I still liked the first issue a lot. Mm-hmm. And I should have probably just added it to my full file at that point. But I was just like,
1: eh. It's just a really well-told story. And I know I, I've said this, like, in the last one. I didn't know exactly how they were going to, like, take these characters and their histories and all that. Mm-hmm. And give it a medieval twist while still keeping true to the characters themselves. Yeah. But my god. They do a great job. Yeah,
0: and I think they've done like a couple more twists in there that are pretty interesting as well. Yeah.
1: I like the liberties that they have taken with the characters. (laughs) Alright,
0: go on. Oh, it's my dream. Yeah. Okay. Well I had that book too, but I didn't talk about it as much. No. That one.
1: happening. That's my bad. That's my bad. I love that book. Um, I do forget. I don't,
0: it's Champ fine. reads
1: that one as well. I just totally cut Champ off and just,
0: it's, it's totally fine. I think you sell that book better than I do. So it's fine.
1: All right. Well, here's a book that I don't sell very well. This is Odin's Eye. This is issue number four. This is a bad idea. Um, this is close to the end. The next issue is the last one. This is just our main character, Solvig. Remember her yeah, name. You did remember her name. She runs into a couple people that she hasn't seen in a very long time that were with the original group when she kind of went berserk and like started killing people. Uh she runs into them and you know discovers they are fine and they're trying to help her with her journey to communicate with Odin so that she can help him find his eye. It's uh I, Odin's Eye. Odin's eye, yeah. Name of the book. Did I uh, say that in there? Yeah, actually, they do a couple times. But I don't think they say actually Odin's eye. I think she says to find his eye. Oh, We seek the eye all fathers sacrificed for wisdom in the remember as well. He can get his eye back. Um, I but, think that's better, but part of me wants it to say Odin's I know, eye. I know. So... I really, really like this story. I think it's it's really well written and the art is incredible. And I, I like the, um, the narration specifically because it's she's a young girl and she has no idea like what exactly she's doing, but she knows that she has to do this. Mm-hmm. She has to fulfill this quest. But the part that I like the most in this is the very last panel because she is... I'm not going to say what exactly is happening in it, but she is communicating with someone who is near and dear to her and what they say... Hits, fucking hits! It's so good. You'll
0: have to let me like borrow that, or I mean, I can go buy them.
1: It's I fine. well, I'll let you borrow them. I think I think you would actually really enjoy this. Yeah, no, I it's... like
0: I as I whenever I flip through all of the issues, like it looks like something I would all actually enjoy. And whenever you talk about it, I'm mm-hmm. always just like, yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah, it's it sounds like something I would it's, like. Yeah, no, it's just
1: it's a very enjoyable story, um, and I'm like I'm excited. Every time I see it, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to read that book. So, I don't know.
0: That's all that matters, Yeah. Right? Like, that's, like, the most important thing about, like, comics. It's very exciting. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to bring it down. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm going to just say this is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is number 33. Got one left. Um, It's weird. I don't know how they're going to end it. Um, Art was really great, this issue. Really liked it. Colors were good. I think that's been my... Favorite part about this book for a minute. The art lately has been really good. Story's still a mess. Well, what can you expect? I'm reading it. I I will finish this book. It does sound, I mean, at the end they talk about, or maybe I was just reading that stupid bleeding cool article (laughs) uh, about how they were going to do like more Buffy Universe stuff, which they have been doing. They're doing that Last Slayer, which is so much better than this main title. If if you want to read something that's Buffy the Vampire Slayer-related, read that. Uh, And then they're doing the, what, 25th anniversary?
1: Yes. That sounds right. In my head, I thought you were just going on about Angel because they're doing that series, too. Oh, yeah, they are doing the Angel
0: series again. But then they also, like, the last solicits had... um, I haven't
1: looked through that previews yet, remember? Yeah, you did. You I looked,
0: did? You looked through that previews, the paper previews at work that one time, remember? Because you saw all the covers.
1: That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. I just haven't added anything yet. But yeah, it is 25th. 25th. That, that would make or sense. Is it 20th? No, nope. 25th would make sense because I'm yeah, 33. 30. Yeah. So I don't want to think
0: about that at all. Yeah. yeah. I would have been very young when that <laughs> show came out. Uh, I, yeah, I was in like. I think it was, like, fifth grade and then yeah, Yeah. Anyway, don't want to think about that. I did not like that. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, the 25th anniversary Buffy uh, issue is coming out. So, I'll be interested to see that. Mm -hmm. That'll be nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'll be interested to see what they do with the Scooby gang after that. Hopefully not whatever this is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, next I have Junie Ba's Monkey Meat. This is issue number one. I... I loved, loved, loved. I'm just going to just show yeah. off like a page. Like, love this book. I love Juni Va's art like a lot. Um, I didn't even flip through this when we got it in. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed this story because it's one of those stories that seems very uh, silly and slapsticky, which it is. It's really fun, but it is saying way more than what you're like if you're just reading it at face value for what it is, I don't know how you can get Mm -hmm. what's happening, but just talking about, you know, like corporate businesses or corporations and rich people taking over others and kind of like the costs of that and the willingness of others to like sign away, you know, whatever it takes because people are really good at selling stuff. Mm -hmm. True. But yeah, that book was, amazing i absolutely loved it everything about it was a lot of fun so i'm excited i'm excited to see it cuz yeah it's just i don't know. i don't know how to like describe it either cuz it feels it feels like a cartoon almost at some points mm-hmm. just like with the word bubbles and the way like things happen but i i really liked the characters and i, like I said i just really liked what they're doing I think it's a uh, something to check out. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Nice. Okay, you have to talk about a comic oh, book. Shoot. Yeah, because remember I had more books yeah. than you. Yeah, so that's
1: right. I still have two. Okay, <laughs> um, I have this um, AWA book, uh, The Fourth Man. Um, there, surprise! There's going to be four issues in this series. Um, this first, so the story is there are three murders and um, there are two investigators who are going around investigating like why each of them were murdered because they're in very under weird circumstances.
0: So yeah, that's why I was going to get that book. Yeah. Yeah. Book is my, my shit.
1: Yeah. Um, this first issue kind of investigates the, the first man, uh, it goes into what he was doing on that day, what exactly the money is for and kind of the mystery and intrigue behind all of that.
0: Um, Paul Giamatti is in this book. Yeah, Paul
1: Giamatti is in this book. That's what sold it for me. So is Ed Harris. Um those are very the stars. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Very very cool. Um but yeah, it's just a it's just cops investigating murders and a whole money scheme in the mix cuz there's 25 grand at
0: stake. So I was going to say 25 grand isn't that much money, but then like 25 grand would like change my life. Well, and it it's nineteen ninety one oh okay so So yeah yeah. it's it's (laughs) when
1: money was worth
0: something um 25 grand would make a huge difference you could buy like a house then
1: the day before my second birthday (laughs) i was just a little baby when this came out um but yeah anyways it's just them investigating murders and trying to figure out what they all have to do with each other and then the money that's in the mix i i actually really enjoyed this it was very strange. Maybe that's why I got this was because it seemed like a story that you would enjoy and I knew that you weren't going to get it so then I was like, I'm going to read it. Seems like something <laughs> just I would shove do. shove it in my face. No, so that I had it so if you wanted to read it, you could and you wouldn't have to live with the guilt of NFT
0: money. Yeah, just say, you know me. Yeah. You just know I'm too proud. I hate that you know I'm too proud. I have no shame. I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: but if you wanted to read it, I can leave it here because yeah. I do think it's very interesting, especially at the end. They
0: have like the articles of mm-hmm. the people who had died. Yeah, no, it's, I, I really wanted to add that book. I now that when you're talking about it, I was just like, yep, no, nope, I remember the solicit for that book and I really wanted yeah. to read it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just going to borrow it. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't read it. I won't promote it. <laughs> I technically didn't even pay for it. Oh, Stealer. <laughs> no, I, I borrowed it. Um, oh. And I'm borrowing it with my store credit. Oh, was like, and I'm borrowing it from you. Oh my god, we're double stealing. Uh, so and that
1: even it's like double jeopardy. I. I
0: okay. Uh, this is One Star Squadron. This is issue number two. Just about a gig economy. Gay economy. Gig. G- gig. Okay. Gig. Economy. Gig economy yeah. hero app called heroes for you where they do like different uh bodyguard jobs birthday parties just company stuff uh red tornado is currently running right that's the dude's name yeah. sounds right he uh, looks like a red tornado uh is running the company and power girl is trying to take over and that's that's this book. It's a lot of fun. Just like just like always I just have a I have a lot of fun with this book. It's just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Okay. I don't I don't really want to go into it. I just want people to read it. It's funny. It's also like once again like last time it's like oddly serious too mm-hmm. where I'm just like it has that edge to it. it. Yeah, that edge to it where there is a man who is like I don't know. He's not, like, addicted to drugs, but he's addicted to, like, being a superhero. I,
1: you know, that I understand that. Because if I had the just, ability to do it once, I would be like, fuck,
0: yeah, I'm into this. And it just feels, like, because he takes a pill to get powers for a minute. His name is Minuteman. Oh. Uh, so it's, like, a very, like, I don't know. There's, like, that weird aspect of it, yeah, where he's, like, there's a drug dealer on the street and the drug dealer is fucking ridiculous. Just there's like aspects of it where it's like, that's silly, but this is a very real right. like thing in a strange way. But I like it. Like once again, I love Steve Lieber's art so much. Yeah. It's very, it's always, it's, it's, it's cute. Yeah. And it's, I don't know how to describe it either because it's like, it's cute, but it's just, the colors are always really great. Like facial expressions are always mm-hmm. really good. And I just love the way like the characters look like I love the way he draws Superman. Mm-hmm. If,
1: I absolutely love it. Uh, I've I've never read a book where he does the art, but every book that I have seen where he draws Superman, I lose my mind.
0: He does it so good. Yeah, I just feel like he needs to be on the Superman book. <laughs> that, yeah, I would read a Superman book yep. immediately. But yeah, i I think it's worth picking up. I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. I don't think you need to know these characters to, like, get the book mm-hmm. and what's happening. So,
1: Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I was going to pick that up and read it after you talked about the first one. And it's
0: only six issues, so yeah, it's, it's not, like, not, a huge commitment. Yeah, and I don't know. I think Mark Russell usually does a really good book, so. Even though I've only read, like, a few Mark Russell books at one. Mark Russell book one one that dead box book. Oh, okay, I was like one like, two, two counting two this. including that one. Yes, okay. I feel like there's something else, but I don't know.
1: We're gonna have to Google. Yeah. We'll put it in the notes of our
0: story here. We won't, but that's okay. <laughs> Jokes okay. on you. You yeah, go next. You me go. Okay. Yeah, talk about this hot hot book. This. Oh, <laughs> don't fuck that book up. That book is worth a lot of this money. This book is
1: so hot right now. <laughs> Okay, right. this, um, this is Thor. This is issue number twenty. It's, like, like, it's hot. It's, yeah. like,
0: physically hot. I like, did, the temperature is hot. I'm
1: not going to... I need to put this in here before my greasy fingers destroy it. Um, this is part two of the God of Hammers storyline. I'm also not going to talk too much about this because I know Patrick is reading it. Oh, he's not on right now. But that's okay. I'm still not going to say anything because he might hop back on. You never know. Um, but I am still with this story and Thor in general, I'm still kind of on the fence on whether or not I'm like actually enjoying it. I know sometimes I enjoy it more than others. Um, but in this part of the series, I am enjoying it just because I feel like this is where you see Thor at his most human Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have the power of his, his hammer. He is just a King trying to do the right thing. Um, he is also working with Odin who I fucking hate Dudes be shit. I will say that Man. for the rest of my life. I Man. do not like him.
0: But we know you hate Odin. He is,
1: <laughs> and I, I it pains me to say this. Odin is trying to do good by
0: helping. Okay.
1: I don't trust him. But anyway, um, so yeah, Thor is missing his hammer. There is a bunch of naughty shit going on throughout the nine realms. Um, there's people are dying all over the place. Um, but my favorite thing about this issue is is the fact that Odin and Thor are like fighting and Loki is just like, I need you guys. So he just pulls them in to Jotunheim where they are and he's like, get the fuck over yourselves. Look what's happening. That's one of my favorite parts. It's just, I really like the way that mm-hmm. Loki as a king is written here because he actually takes it seriously. That's all. All right. So it's not, it's not bad. Yep. I do think that some of the choices that Donny Cates makes when it comes to the big character reveals, like the plot lines for particular arcs. I don't, I don't necessarily like them, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but I think as a whole, he's doing an okay job. Yeah. Like I don't, I do not hate what Donny Cates is doing. There is just weird choices. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's fair. Like I'm not going to say anything about bad about Donnie Cates's writing here because I I don't I don't dislike it at all. And I when I started reading this, I thought that
0: I was going to because. Well, I think that's the thing is like I don't think. Donny Cates' writing is bad necessarily. Right. I think he does a good job when he needs to. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where sometimes I I really enjoy something he writes, but other times I'm just like, I don't like this. Yeah. Like like with Crossover. Right. Because it feels pretentious. It feels pretentious. Yes.
1: And I do do want to say I will not I'm not going to say anything bad about our friend Donny Cates.
0: Our because, best friend Donnie Because Cates. I
1: know that if I was in charge of writing a Thor story, there would always be people oh, who yeah. would dislike what I was doing. And the fact that he has gone this long, making each story arc something so big and exciting is, is an accomplishment? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I do, I do applaud his creativity because again, some of the things that he does are so wild and out there. I don't know what he's doing.
0: Good <laughs> for think, you. I think it's fair though. Like, you know, we, we, and we talk about this a lot. is like, you know, opinion is objective. Yeah, exactly. Like, what we like isn't necessarily something someone else will like. And and it's not, not the, the right thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I don't think we always, you know, I think we do fucking rag on Donny Cates a lot. <laughs> but it's just- it's, and it's not because of, like, I, I, I do think Donny Cates is a decent. Like, he's a good writer, obviously. Yeah. He keeps people, like fucking involved with the stories like look at his venom run people love the shit out of that like and there are
1: things that he does better than others and you know like you said opinion is objective yeah and
0: i don't know like maybe gotta give god country a read sometime like people love the shit out of that book and then there was also another one um
1: i can picture what it looks like in my head but i can't think of what it's called it's like the trade is like red and it's Interceptor? Like inter- Yeah. I heard a lot of good things about that one too. Anyway, there's, and I'm really good I, at some things and other things I just don't like. And it's not because it's not a good job. It's just, I don't like it. And Thor is one of those things that I am constantly on the fence about because I don't understand why he makes the choices that he hmm. does for good or bad.
0: So Donnie, if you ever want to come on the show and, and, or have a goth off, let me pick your brain, dude. We'll and do your it.
1: outfits.
0: <laughs> uh, so next on that note, Uh, We have Dirtbag Rapture. Dirtbag Rapture. Dirtbag Rapture. (laughs) This is issue number four. Just kind of... This story is finished up in one issue. It's just about a dirtbag who's been raptured. (laughs) Uh, Just about a woman who is kind of a piece of shit. Who gets in a fight between angels and demons and ghosts kind of live in her head so basically (laughs) demons have been taking like paying ghosts to have her take them around to make a (laughs) sigil the angels are like bitch you can't do that you need to get sober you need to like re like undo all of this and then she sees that the angels are also just being kind of pieces of shit and that's where this is at now okay it's a it's a really fun story. I have a lot of fun. The art is so good. It was... I, I didn't... It's not that I didn't think I would like it. I just wasn't sure. Because so it's just like a, a stoner kind of drug addict is dealing with ghosts. And then it's just like there's this weird epic battle and she's going to meet God and all of these things. And it's just... It's li- silly. Yeah, it's silly, and I like the mystery like that's wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if anyone's good or bad, and I don't know like what's going to happen. I'm just yeah, I'm in for the ride. I'm having a, fu- a fun time. I think Christopher Savella does like a really good job with that though. Like, I can see that. Yeah. And I the art I've yeah the art is so it, yeah. good. The art and colors are just so good. It's stupid. Uh, so yeah, Kendall Good does the art, and then it's colored by Gab Katrina So yeah, it's. If nothing else, I I do always love looking at this. Yeah, book. it's just a very uh, aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. book. Give it to my eyes. All right. So next, we have Inferno. This is the end. Yes, uh, I'm Without s-
1: spoiling too much either, because this was well, a fantastic way to end
0: the whole... I'm, I'm going to say spoilers just in case. Yeah, though. no, no,
1: no. Yeah, of course. No, there are going to be spoilers. I just don't want to like give a play-by-play of what
0: happened. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Uh, I, this is such a really good exit by Jonathan Hickman with this book, and I honestly wish that and I was talking to Lucian about this kind of today with like house and powers and like then the X line, I wish that he could have done more because I, it feels like with house and powers and then the two years of the X line. And then this, it feels like it's kind of missing something Mm -hmm. like the piece that like should have been there where like everything was so more involved where you had like X of swords, which was so good And then the Hellfire Gala, which was so bad. And then it's just like it feels like a disconnect once you get to here. And it feels like if it could have been just more streamlined, Mm -hmm. it would have been just so much better. And I don't think, I think there's just too many books and too many people and too many moving pieces. That's
1: what I was going to say. I just, I don't feel like it was uh, completely necessary to tie an entire thing together by having a bunch of people write different stories. I did enjoy them, mm-hmm. but I think including them as a part of this whole like X-Men, n- the new X-Men phase or whatever you want to call it, I think that was wrong because it makes the whole story as a whole not seem as solid. Yeah. Um, But I, this, this whole like Inferno, it was so good. It was so, it was good. so good. And I was like shocked by how much I, actually enjoyed it because i know we've talked about this before a lot of times when jonathan hickman writes a story and i'm only getting one issue at a time i am so confused and i have to go back and constantly Mm -hmm. read it but this
0: is so very like this is what's happening. Yes. This is how it's yes. happening. It is so
1: easy to follow because
0: here are the pieces, that the layers, yeah. and where we're going to go. And we've
1: learned all of this stuff that's happening on the way. Like, there's, I, I just, I really enjoy it. I thought it was a beautiful end. I like this whole change that is uh, coming about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love watching men get put in their place. Um, I did not like seeing my magneto hurt like that. <laughs> I did not like seeing that. But. It was necessary for the change.
0: Um, My favorite stupid line from this is probably heavy as the head.
1: Mm. Where was that one?
0: um, God, was it in the back? She's talking about... Excuse us a moment. We're going to delve into the Sexman book. Yeah. Heavy as the head, Professor X. Enjoy your crown. Yes. Yes. And it was just like, damn, bro. And I don't know. It's like all secrets are out, but not... To everybody, only to the council and Right. I think I don't know, it's interesting to see where it goes from here. I'm kinda of bummed that like Jonathan Hickman won't be involved. I I liked how this ended, but I just and I like how it is open where it's like anything can happen. hmm Um and I am going to get the immortal X Men by Kieran just because I wanna see like have to. That interaction yeah. to uh, across the quiet council and who they are. I like how Doug still just like really loves his hot, sexy, big wife. I love it so much. <laughs>
1: Every time he's like, "Ooh, look at my wife." You are a good man. I just
0: love how, like, he's like, Mystique, you can't beat up my hot, sexy wife. Yeah, <laughs> like, and his wife just, like, comes like, up yeah, behind yeah, yeah. him. I
1: love that. Yes. I love how much he loves his arranged marriage. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. Who would have thought? Who yeah. would have thought that that's how it would have turned out and they'd both be happy yeah. and just, like, in love with each other? I.
0: And protect each other. Yeah. I. And I. I don't know. I don't think there's any winners that come out here. Like, no. nobody wins. The mutants don't win. It's... It'll be interesting. I don't know how or if they'll connect any of this to any of the X-Men stuff afterwards. Because there's obviously stuff. hmm It's like, I wish they would have done that many deaths of... Not the many deaths. Uh, The X-Lives. The X-Lives of Moira.
1: Oh, right. That they had been right. talking
0: about, like, a long time ago. Um, Where is that?
1: There was, like,
0: a... Yeah, there was, yeah... The death of Moira X, but remember they were gonna—they had had that like talk about doing the Moira X yeah, book. Yeah, like, that would have been really cool. Uh, I mean, pandemic, Marvel—it it sucks. I think we kind of missed out on a lot of stories that could have happened, and yeah, it's There's, unfortunate.
1: God, the art in this is so good. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that particular like shot of Magneto is just. Mm. There are so many things that I, I wanted to happen, but I'm not disappointed with the way this book
0: happened. Not at all. Um, and I think you can't just pick up Inferno. I think if you want to read Inferno, you, you must read House and Powers, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like you have to read anything between. Um, I don't. Th- no, I
1: don't think it would be necessary. If you want to, you could I read like X of Swords. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Otherwise,
0: I would say read that, read X of Swords, and then yeah. read this because I, I don't feel like, I mean, Hellions people love, but I only read those for a few issues. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think. I um, just feel like if there's any, like, there's nothing that stands out that would, like, connect with this really hard. Maybe, like, X-Men? Yeah, I
1: was going to say the random issues in X-Men mm-hmm. that had like, the, the standalone issues yeah. that they had going on in X-Men, I think would be, like, not necessary reading, but,
0: like, if you wanted a little more, you could. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because the giant size, sizes were kind of, like, they were really great. I didn't really like all uh-huh. of them, but they just didn't necessarily play into anything. Right. Except like I said, I just think it's a unfortunate thing where it just, it feels like everything kind of sizzled off in a weird way. And I know that there's, like, cool things coming about, mm-hmm. but...
1: I just added the... The ex-lives and the ex-deaths of Wolverine. Because for some reason, I just can't get away from that dude. It's, like, <laughs> pissing me off. I said, I'm done. I'm done with it. But then Wolverine ended, and I really liked how that one ended, mm-hmm. and those two are by the same team. Yeah. So I was like, ah, okay, fine, whatever. But, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's coming, but who knows what that is going to do with, like, what has been going on in here.
0: Yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I gave up on Wolverine. I, As much as I've always loved Wolverine, I guess I'm too gay and trans now. I don't know. I think Wolverine would
1: support you, especially <laughs> in your journey. And to give up on him when he would never give up on you just seems like just an injustice to his Wolverine character. Wolverine is like,
0: God. Um, okay, so we're done. We, we don't have any more comic books. We hope you enjoyed yourself um as always thank you for supporting us go support your comic book shops go support your local libraries yes please support anyone friends family whoever you can if you have money donate it if you don't keep it to yourself do good um, things visit us at the i'm sorry no do good things Do good things. Love your friends. Go come visit us at the new shop. Yeah, I was going to say, don't visit us for the next week and a half though.
1: Yeah, because we are moving boxes and we hurt. So please don't (laughs) expect anything more than a hi when you come see us, if you come see us. But
0: yeah, support everybody. We love you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on the flippity-flip. Goodbye.